4: because you are entering the no-whining world of January Jones.
2: Now let me ask you a question. Have you ever wanted to meet the woman or the man of your dreams? Haven't we all? <laughs> Tell me, do you know how to attract the opposite sex Have you ever wanted to know more about masculine body language? Well, I don't know too much about it, but I'd like to learn more. Tell me, would you like to learn how to make a good first impression? Can you imagine learning to flirt effectively? Now, have you ever heard about an amazing book called How to Attract Women with Humor? (laughs) Or better yet, would you like to meet someone who has some of the answers that you're looking for today? Now, are you ready to learn how to be successful and how to attract women or men? If you can answer yes, or maybe to any of these questions, then you are in the right place. And I would like to welcome you to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Today, I will be introducing you to my guest. He is a success coach extraordinaire. He will provide us with wonderful information and inspiration and some really, really great advice. I'm pleased to announce that this show is now live on Talk for Media and syndicated on iHeart Radio Talk with over 55 million listeners. We are archived 24/7 for your listening pleasure at iHeartRadio. Also, LinkedIn announced that my profile was one of the top 5% most viewed last year. Now it's time for you to sit back and relax as you enter the no-wine zone. Pour yourself a glass of wine with some cheese and crackers, and let me tell you about our guest today. Our guest is called the Companionator. (laughs) Not the exterminator, but the companionator. He is one of the world's foremost experts on baby boomer dating and relationships. He's an author of four books and the producer of dozens of videos on love and attraction that have helped hundreds of fulfilled clients rediscover their love mojo. He has been featured in several publications and has appeared on a number of television and radio programs. As a speaker and a consultant, he's fascinated countless audiences with his ready-to-use practical advice on how to meet and fall in love with your perfect partner. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show today, Leonardo Bustos. Hi, Leonardo. How are you doing?
3: Hello, Jerry. Uh, January pleasure to be here thank you for that wonderful introduction
2: oh it's nice to have you on the show and i always like to start our shows off by asking my guests where their success story began where they were born and tell us a little bit about who your early mentors were
3: actually when i first started uh, this this uh campaign on trying to meet girls It started actually in high school i'm sure a lot of us can uh, a lot of men at least can relate to that uh, that undeniable urge to get to know girls better and and quite frankly i was really awful at it so when i got to college it was even a little bit worse i went to san Diego state where they had all of these gorgeous young women prancing around in their beach attire with tan bodies and <laughs> no idea how to, how to approach them.
5: So, uh-huh. um,
3: so I actually, um, I was studying sociology at the time, and I asked one of my professors if I could do a paper on it. So, uh, and he said, sure, if you source uh-huh. it and you get footnotes and all the proper uh, documentation, I'll give uh-huh. you credit for it. So <laughs> I, I went out and I couldn't find anything on it. It was, it was really difficult to find out how to meet girls and how to, you know, how to attract them. Uh-huh. There a lot of uh, academic books on it. Uh, the oldest book, actually, was written in uh, 1 B.C. by a man <laughs> named Ovid. How to attract uh, how to attract women? It was it was, and, uh, <laughs> but I couldn't translate uh, the language. So there was a there was a translation. But I um, I did a lot of research on it, and eventually, I got a lot better at it. Uh, mm-hmm. Which got me eventually into a lot of trouble. <laughs> that's, that's for another uh, time. Uh, another know, show? To, <laughs> another show, yeah. I don't know if I want to go into too much detail about how mm-hmm. I got in trouble there, but.
2: Um, <laughs> No problem. Yes.
3: Um, it's because I had such a fond attraction to wanting to meet girls, and I was so terrible at it, and so um, that uh, it motivated me to learn everything I possibly could. And uh, there was this one book put out by a guy named Eric Weber. He was one of the first to do it mm-hmm. back in 1976, and he came out with uh, how to pick up how to pick up girls, and <laughs> okay. it was. Uh, He became really famous in Playboy magazine, and uh, it was about a 75-page book with uh, lots of pictures and large print. Mm And I thought, heck, I can do better than this. And so that's what uh, Uh motivated me to do my research paper, and that's the the first book that I wrote in 1981.
2: Okay, so you wrote your first book in 1981, and approximately how long did it take you to write that?
3: It took me about a year because I had a lot of fun Using a lot of the processes that I was learning, and so I got uh, distracted quite a bit, you know, from mm-hmm. from completing the <laughs> book because I was experimenting with a lot of the techniques that that were being used.
2: Okay, we, um, so so well, you were, were doing uh, you were doing research while you were writing, so to speak. <laughs>
3: right, and one of the best, uh, in fact, one of the uh, best lines that well, actually, it was it was it was it was reality for me. Uh-huh. Uh, the, one of the best ways to approach women—that was—that's one of the most difficult things. Was mm-hmm. I would say I'm doing a, book, a research on love and attraction. You look like the perfect woman. <laughs> me the, do you mind if I ask you a few questions? Uh-huh. And what woman doesn't like to talk about love and romance? And I did it, you know, with a boyish charm, and
5: uh-huh. I learned uh-huh. how
3: to, uh, you know, how to how to approach. There's a certain way that you have to approach that's non-threatening and, and uh, mm-hmm, of course, mm-hmm. any eye contact. And I can discuss that a little bit later. But,
5: mm-hmm. but
3: wow, that opened so many doors for me because, by based upon the questions that I asked, uh, I asked certain questions that would arouse um, emotions on them. Like, tell me about the first time you were in love.
2: Oh and yeah, so yeah. <laughs>
3: that immediately brings up emotions in the other person and that's the kind of um that's the kind of wavelength that you want to be on with a person that you first meet in order to to evoke these uh these emotions of attraction and there's a lot of mm-hmm. things that you can do to
2: Now what would play, uh, uh, what, what would your second follow-up question be after you I the first time in love that's a great question.
3: Right um and um uh, I would say how how did it make you feel um uh uh-huh. um, and uh can you share me share with me some of the best times that you had? You know, uh,
5: uh-huh.
3: how, or how did you how did you make that uh, happen in your life? And and immediately that would transport them back in time, and it would evoke these emo- strong emotions of, and of course that that couldn't that can't help but transfer over to you because you're bringing these emotions out in that person.
5: So Mm -hmm.
3: so there's there's a lot of things that there's a lot of questions that you can ask to create attraction, along with your eye contact and your um, Mm -hmm.
5: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. body language. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I write about the F word in my book, and it's in my book. It's the uh, F word is feelings, and it's something that uh, women love doing and talking about, and it's very difficult for men. Don't you agree?
3: oh it is extremely difficult because we men are trained trained to uh, to not uh, have feelings and uh uh-huh. and, and in a way that kind of lessens your masculinity if you if you if you become too emotional or you try to become it makes you seem vulnerable and even though many women say they want to be around men who who are free to uh yeah uh Free to express their feelings and be vulnerable and emotional. Mm-hmm. That's not really the reality. I mean, it's encoded really? in, in women. Uh, it's it's encoded in the DNA for a woman to to really be drawn towards a man that's going to be taking care of her. I know times have changed and things. Times really are changing.
5: Mm-hmm. But you
3: know, when you're talking about 150,000 years of evolution compared to the last 50,000 years. That yeah. uh, we that, that since women's liberation, you're talking about like I like to make the analogy of a football field, where you have a hundred <laughs> yard football field. And you're talking about the five inch yard line. Yeah, <laughs> so when, yeah. You, when you're talking about the whole the, you know the, the whole area of uh, evolution, yeah. in this, and you just can't uh, you just can't uh, reverse the, uh, our evolutionary in that short period of time.
2: Oh well, you know, so many people ask me about. Uh, who whines more, women or men? And in my book, I did the research, and it turns out that uh, the actual answer is women because women... In general, will speak over seven thousand words a day, and most men, unless they're uh, in radio talk shows, <laughs> will speak only two thousand words. So there you have a barometer of how it is as far as expressing feelings and emotions. Did you? Uh, what else did you learn when you wrote this uh, fabulous book, How to Attract Women with Humor?
3: <laughs> um. Uh- basically that uh th- that uh, a lot of these feelings are encoded in our dna and uh-huh. and that women's women's lib uh really caused a feminization of of the, of the male population and mm. and um and uh, you know not to say uh, i'm all for women's lib and everything but it you know the when when that happened in the 60s it really mm-hmm. created a whole new family dynamic, because women were out now in the workplace,
5: they were mm-hmm. becoming
3: more independent, the, the consequences it had on the family unit, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it caused for, you know, divorces, and, and yeah. uh, of course there was a, there's a you know, equality is, is more important, and you know, there's certain sacrifices that we have to make as far as society goes, but
5: mm-hmm.
3: um, <clears throat> uh, what it did is it, it demasculated feminized a lot of men, and and a lot of men found it extremely difficult to meet women. Uh, they either they they became too feminized, or <clears throat> they tried to be too much like a caveman. And you got to have that <laughs> balance in order to attract women. And, and you, you, you know you're either too passive, or men became too aggressive and stupid. I, I, I remember hearing a saying: "Is that um, women are crazy." And men are stupid, and women are crazy <laughs> because men are stupid. <laughs> I that was okay,
2: fun. that's a pretty good one. I like that one. <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I but, hope uh, we're
2: not going to get run off the air for being too sexist, but it was a very good comment. <laughs>
3: no, that kind of sums it up. I think too, and um, you know, even though men want this, they they can't verbalize. Women verbalize and multitask so much yeah. better. It's because. Um. Because it goes back to evolution, men usually were the hunters and gatherers, and hunters and the women usually stayed at home and, and had to take care of the children, and they know. became more <laughs> adept to to uh, verbalizing and to reading people, because women can read men so much better than,
5: than,
2: yeah.
3: than the other way around, and that's been proven, too.
2: Oh, but yeah yeah now, let me ask you a question because I have uh, come across so many people recently, older people, uh, younger people, you name it, and they're meeting at uh, dating sites online. What is your take on this phenomena?
3: Internet dating is the most practical and efficient way to meet people. In fact, uh, it'll be in the near future, it'll be foolish for people not to use the internet. You know, the Mm -hmm. old-fashioned way of meeting people, you're limiting yourself to a small talent pool. Mm -hmm. Typically, um, people would meet uh, through friends or family or through school or Mm -hmm. through work, and and you're really limiting yourself to a small segment of the potential partners that you could eventually meet. Now, Mm -hmm. when you go online, you have access to... Tens of thousands of other singles who are actually spending money and time telling you they're looking for a partner, and uh-huh. they're telling you who they are and what they're looking for, and so and and they're available twenty four hours a day, and you mm-hmm. can communicate with them so much better. Um, in fact, it it gives you the opportunity to craft your flirt, flirting skills because um, yeah. you know you have time when somebody emails you you have time to craft a message in response, a clever message, and you can even edit it, whereas if you're doing it live. It's a, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit more difficult, but um, but it really is. the. Uh, in fact, there was a recent report in USA Today that it was sponsored by Match.com that said one mm-hmm. since 2005, one-third of marriages began online. And really? only percent of relationships Um, were started Uh online and the trend is increasing. It's actually going more towards mobile phones and tablets Uh now.
5: yeah, yeah. And uh,
3: the number of applications are just, uh, you you can't believe the (laughs) different types of dating websites. There's for vampires, for trekkies. (laughs) There's even one for furries. Have you ever heard of furries?
2: No, what is that?
3: (laughs) Furries are a segment of the population. It's a sexual proclivity where they like to dress up as animals and have orgies (laughs) in the forest. I'm not kidding you. Look it up online. They're called furries and and actually there's a dating site for them. So um, to each his own, you know.
2: (laughs) Well, I guess there's something for everyone out there. It's fascinating because I know... Three or four couples who have actually gotten married and when you ask them, you know, how did you meet, they, they will t- they're very proud to share with you that they met online. I don't think there's uh, any stigma attached to this type of dating nowadays, is there?
3: There used to be a, a huge stigma attached. Actually, it's been, uh, it's been uh, day, internet dating has been going on since the internet first started
5: uh oh uh, it
3: hasn't really become famous until the um uh, mid 90s late 90s but Mm -hmm. in the past 15 years oh my gosh it's come a long way there's over 10,000 different (laughs) dating websites over 10,000 and uh they're just cropping up all over the place they're even the latest ones uh like there's tinder and um where you actually um were were Your cell phone will actually let you know, alert you to anybody who fits your your profile.
2: Oh my gosh!
3: Create a profile of of potential partners that you're looking for, and it will alert you if anybody's in a five mile radius or three mile
2: Mm -hmm. radius. Okay.
3: Having a Starbucks, and you can actually go there and meet them, or Uh, check them
2: out before you meet them. So. but yeah, because you know at first I thought online dating, it's kind of a geographically undesirable situation because people are all over. But if you can narrow it down to your city or within driving distance, it really does make sense, doesn't it?
3: Absolutely. And there are more and more people are open to having um, meeting somebody out of their territory because the more mm-hmm. you expand your geographical area of search, uh, the more options you have, and mm-hmm. one of the best ways to overcome that, actually, to, to save time, is what I recommend my clients to do: is mm-hmm. actually um, uh, do a Skype or a Google Hangouts before you actually okay. meet Because there's so yeah. many, there's you got to be aware. There's so many scams on internet dating too. So you really have to be I careful bet. about that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I bet. We're going to talk about that. And of course, the Skype is perfect, because before people would say, well, we'll meet for coffee, and they would check each other out and go through that process. So now all you really can do is you can just Skype each other. And you will really get hopefully what you'll see what you're talking, you'll see each other, versus pictures that sometimes are 20 years prior.
3: (laughs) Right, that usually, that, that tends to be one of the biggest complaints that I hear is that people mm-hmm. exaggerate, and it happens it's more frequently the older that you get. I think people kind of want to live in the past. And, um, yeah, yeah, um,
2: yeah. Well, I can certainly understand that because no one has seen me probably for the, la- the real me for the last 10 years.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you look very pretty, I must say. I've seen pictures of you, so you're very attractive. <laughs>
2: Well, they were taken when I was a little bit younger, not much, maybe a day or two. Right now, we're going to take a break with with Leonardo Bustos, and we're going to hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, he's going to tell us about other books that he's written and about the Mate Acquisition Program. Doesn't that sound exciting? We'll be right back.
4: Are you striving to find a job you love but don't know where to start? If so, you'll want to know about Career Esteem's Find a Great Job Fast program. Learn new ways of job searching and how to find the hidden jobs that aren't being advertised. You don't have to rely on job boards anymore. Shave weeks or months off your job search. Go to CareerEsteem.com and click on Find a Job to learn more. That's CareerEsteem.com and click on Find a Job. Contact Sherry Sambersky. CareerEsteem.com
3: do you desire more control over your money and financial
4: matters? Would you like simple solutions to complex financial topics?
3: Do you want more security in your financial future? If you answered yes to any of these questions, the book 101 Principles to Wealth is your answer. It's available now on Amazon.com. That's 101 Principles to Wealth by Charles Brokop. Order today.
4: Everyone deserves a happy life. Life is supposed to be fun. Your life is supposed to feel good and you're meant to feel happiness in your life and to satisfy your dreams. And you can. Because the only reason anyone wants anything or does anything is that they think they will feel better in the having of it or the doing of it. They think they will feel better in the experiencing of it. Coming soon, a website where you can learn more on how you can have the life you deserve at afeelgoodworld.com. Do you want to learn how to live into your dreams? One Door Closes, Overcoming Adversity by Following Your Dreams. The new book by Tom Ingracia and Jared Kredemski captures the thought-provoking stories of 16 people from all walks of life who have triumphed over adversity to achieve their goals. Plus, you'll get 10 self-assessment tools to design your own blueprint for success. Unlock Your True Potential. Fulfill your dreams. Be inspired. One Door Closes is available from Amazon.com.
2: Have you ever met someone who was unforgettable? Someone who has touched your heart and soul? People who have faced difficult problems. People who have fearlessly shared their stories, their struggles, and their successes. People who have priceless personalities. In my new book, Priceless Personalities, Success Stories Shared by January Jones, I am honored to be able to share with you people dealing with problems such as incest, molestation, child abuse, drug abuse, polygamy, unemployment, scandal, starting over, self-esteem, and workplace issues. My guests have all been exciting, eclectic, and energizing. They will amaze, amuse, and even astonish you. You will adore getting to meet them at Amazon.com. My book is now available, Two for One, paperback and Kindle editions. Welcome back with my guest, Leonardo Bustos, the author of How to Attract Women with Humor,
0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: I want to share with everyone that Dale and Tom will be back on the show this month, and um, looking forward to having them, as always, with us. Right now, we are talking about how to attract women with humor. What's the secret for this humor approach, Leonardo. Um,
3: well, there's actually three ways to. Uh um,
2: uh-huh.
3: um, There's actually three types of pickup lines. Okay. Uh, there's the there's the direct approach. Uh, there's the uh, the silly innocuous one where they say, uh, um, "Hello, I don't usually pick up women like you, but uh, <laughs> well, for you I'll make an exception." <laughs> you know, it's the dumb! It's the really the dumb, silly approach. You know, did you just fall from heaven? You know, those really type ones, oh and dear. those are actually those are actually the worst kind of lines, except for the women who are looking for one night stands. And oh, only about maybe five percent of the population. So those really? tend to go over better with the the women who are looking for just a short term relationship.
5: Ah, uh-huh. okay. Um,
3: uh, if you're looking and maybe that's the one that's the reason why men <laughs> use those more often because <laughs> their the, the success ratio is really awful. But yeah. uh, then there's the the the, the direct approach where or, or, um, you say, um, you know, if you're standing at Starbucks, oh, can you tell me which coffee that you would like to, to try? I mean, is, uh, which one do you think is really good? Uh-huh. uh That's kind of the indirect approach. That works better for women who are looking for a long-term relationship.
5: Oh, okay. And, it,
3: it, uh, and the, the third one is the direct approach where you say, uh, oh, Hi, I'm Leonard Leonardo, which you, uh, and your name, you know, it's just a direct approach. And those are, that seems to be the most effective. So for those of you guys who are looking for all these clever pickup lines,
5: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: they usually don't work that well. Uh-huh. But, um, I like The one that, that, that has never failed for me was the one I mentioned earlier where uh, you would say, hello, I'm doing research on a book on mm. love and attraction. And I couldn't <laughs> help but notice it. You'd be the perfect woman to answer a few questions. If you have oh, a few that,
2: yeah. Yeah, you, you've got me already. Uh, <laughs> now, how does a, a man go about injecting humor in the pickup line? How do we bring humor into this uh, delicate situation?
3: There's first of all, you have to you look at uh, you have to look at a woman first and see if they're going to even be receptive.
5: Mm-hmm. If she
3: if they look at she, if a woman looks at you because women are basically the ones responsible for starting conversations.
5: Mm-hmm. Usually, mm-hmm. if a woman mm-hmm. doesn't
3: look at you, or or uh, that's usually a sign that
5: uh, yeah. <laughs> there's no interest
3: there. But if she looks at you once and what? looks away, there's uh-huh. there's a chance. If she looks at you twice, then you know you have a really good chance. And if she looks at you twice and smiles, then, you know, you're practically in.
5: Okay. Um, But um, um,
3: I would, uh, you know, for, for example, one of the lines, is your name Gwendolyn? And she would say no. He goes, thank God, I would never date anyone named that. My name is Leonardo, what's yours?
5: Okay. Or, uh, <laughs> and, and
3: when you when you, I have a series of lines in my in one of my books here that uh, mm-hmm. that you can use, and if you start off with something off the wall, you can usually and they're receptive. Yeah. You can usually get away with a lot more.
5: Um, mm-hmm.
3: Say almost anything else, and and they'll figure it's it's humor. Um, and one of the things is when you approach a woman you have to uh-huh. do it from the side. You can't come straight on because
2: it's oh, really? too,
3: too aggressive, you know. Uh
5: uh-huh, uh. Uh-huh.
3: And and you eventually you eventually mm-hmm. move in from a forty five degree angle and you eventually kind of
5: uh-huh. uh do yeah.
3: on. because if you come straight on and you know, look it's it's too often it's too intimidating.
2: Um, well, you know, I write about uh, the smile uh, technique and eye contact in my book, and I think that's so important to make a connection. Don't you agree?
3: Oh, absolutely. One of the uh, eye, one of the best eye contact uh, techniques is to do the triangle, where you oh. look at the left eye, the right uh-huh. eye, down to the lips, back up to uh-huh. the left eye, and uh-huh. you want to keep that glance just a second longer than normal. I'm sure we've all experienced that the, that uh, that when somebody you know glances mm-hmm. at you and keeps that that sh- that that glance just a little bit longer than normal, okay. and um, and the body language, for example, when you when you shake hands, you um, you there's different different ways, but you can you know use the uh, when you shake the elbow, you can touch the elbow, mm-hmm.
5: Uh, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. when
3: you when you shake, um, you slide your fingers across the palm as you. Uh-huh. As you release. Um, okay. <laughs>
2: I love this. This and, is fabulous. there's
3: there's, the, you, there's a lot of props that you can use when you know the women's body language. they're you know, when they do the hair toss or the
5: mm-hmm. oh yeah, their
3: neck or uh-huh. uh, those yeah. are all signs that they're interested in you. And and typically, mm-hmm. I'd like to say that you know you have two ears and one mouth, you should listen twice as much as you talk. Uh, <laughs> well that's and, very that's very
2: humorous. <laughs> you should share with us, Leonardo, a little bit about I love this uh Title Mate Acquisition Program. Now, tell us how this works, and if my listeners are interested, how did they, uh, get themselves enrolled in the Mate Acquisition Program?
3: <laughs> you can go to my website. It's called uh-huh. the Companionator, thecompanionator.com dot com. Okay. And for your audience, I, I'll uh, there's a, I, there's a free report there on the seven reasons. Uh, why you're still single, and also to <laughs> the uh, I, I'll even offer a free 45 minutes strategy on how to meet the love of your life.
5: Oh wow! Um,
3: but um, uh, the question was, oh, the made acquisition program. When I, I I I started off by telling you how when I first wrote the book,
5: mm-hmm. uh, one of
3: my students read it, and I ended up getting married.
5: Uh huh. Okay. And yeah, I, at good. the time,
3: I was I was I was actually becoming pretty well known on TV and radio, and I was giving a lot of consultations. And mm-hmm. when women would start calling asking for private lessons after hours, that's when I got one of those "We need to talk." <laughs>
5: uh, <laughs> yeah. And so she wanted me
3: to give up my career for uh, uh, for the marriage. And so for the next twenty years, I sold real estate. <laughs> <laughs> she scared so, you out of it <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, but the reason I did that I used to sell investment uh-huh. properties million dollar investment properties on the internet and uh-huh. so when I got divorced around 2000 I thought why not I loved doing what I used to do so I thought I'd take up my career again so I took uh-huh. up the career again and, and uh, I merged my skills at selling million dollar properties on the internet uh-huh. and, and marketing my clients like a million dollar property and so there's five stages to the mate Acquisition program that uh, I created. It's you prepare yourself first. You've you got to build a solid foundation. Uh-huh. You have to make your life inviting. You have to, you have to go back and, and realize all of the causes of your past relationships, why they failed. Uh-huh. So you have to really kind of uh, you know recreate yourself and make yourself inviting. You want to become the ideal partner that of like the the person that you can attract because here's one of the key things, January, that, that I found is critical that nobody, nobody even really tells you about it. It's like the dirty secret of dating mm-hmm. is that people, it's called the exchange theory that people tend to match up with others of the same or equal value. So when you meet somebody, well, okay. it's almost like you're bringing all of your assets to the table mm-hmm. and you're seeing what that person's assets are you know whether it whether it's your physical or your your material or all of your your all of your physical all of your assets that you possess you bring to the table and you're you're looking to see if that other person has has equal or greater value of assets and usually the people of the same type of uh, of course chemistry plays a huge part in it too and oh yeah
5: going
3: to, uh, <laughs> uh, going to huge session about that, but uh, even, Mm -hmm. you know, from pheromones to uh, timing and everything, but, Mm -hmm. but uh, people don't, you have, you have to, you have to be the best person you can be in order to attract the best person possible for you. So that's part of the first stage is prepare
5: Mm -hmm.
3: and then package yourself like you would do like a, a million dollar property.
5: Uh-huh, uh, when I sold uh-huh. million-dollar
3: properties, I used to have to take the best pictures, uh, put the uh-huh. best captions, the best yeah. headlines, create mm-hmm. the best scenario.
5: Okay. So you've got to package
3: <laughs> yourself correctly. And then the third stage is, is present. Uh, present yourself to as many potential buyers as you possibly could. Because okay. when I sold uh, the million-dollar investments, I wanted mm-hmm. to get the best
5: mm-hmm. buyer I
3: could with the, for the most money. <laughs> yeah. so it's that same concept. You know. In reality, people don't like to think uh, equate romance with the uh, economic marketplace of you know, supply and demand, but that's basically we are basically commodities looking uh-huh. for the best deal that we possibly can. And so that's that's I, I market you, but I also take it prime importance is chemistry. You got to have that chemistry, Sure. Uh, and otherwise it's not going to work. And so the the fourth stage is uh, select so after you've had the opportunity to select from thousands of people the software mm-hmm. program that i created actually helps you to create your prototype perfect partner oh. uh, based upon 40 characteristics you 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 create your own perfect prototype partner, partner profile mm-hmm. and from there you once you have that profile you start to rate your dates and compare them scientifically to the to the dates to the your perfect prototype partner and see mm-hmm. how they measure up, and then not only to how they measure up with your perfect prototype profile, but how they measure up amongst each other. And this is the software that I created that helps you to do that. Okay uh, so And so the, the,
2: fifth, the fifth stage is, is what, what do you call the fifth
5: step?:
3: it, It's Connect. So once, yeah. you, once you've narrowed down, narrowed it down to two or three buyers, so to speak, if you're the million dollar investment, you've narrowed it down to two or three buyers.
2: Uh-huh. You, okay. Uh huh. Okay. Then,
3: then you, you connect. Then you can. Then I show you how to connect. I show you how to connect with that person. And there's a lot of ways that you can, um, a lot of a lot of ways that you can um, psychologically connect with somebody okay. using a lot of um, um, psychological techniques. And uh-huh. That's the other thing I teach.
2: Well, this is fascinating. And could you share with my listeners their, the website information, and uh, where they can get
5: your books?
3: Sure, you can. Get, you can find them on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble. Um, the the books that I have is How to Attract Women with Humor, and the other one is Cyber System Dating.
2: Okay, um, I like that.
5: <laughs>
2: and
3: uh, th- that's basically uh, using the internet how to how to use the internet to market yourself. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, my website, the Companionator dot com, or the other one uh, is a mate acquisition program, and that's where you can also sign up for the free uh, um, the free reports and uh, mm-hmm. get on my mailing list and i'll be sending i send out every couple of weeks uh, the latest information on love and attraction
2: well, this is fabulous, and I'm so happy that we can share this with our listeners. you know i'm uh addicted to alliteration, so when I hear prepare package present. Prototype. I'm just, you've got me hooked already. We're going to take a break and hear from our sponsors. And when we come back with Leonardo, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, masculine body language. We'll be right back.
4: Lately, there's a whining epidemic in our world. People are even whining about whining. Are you sick and tired of listening to everyone whining all the time? So was January Jones, the author of Thou Shall Not Wine," the 11th commandment that reached number one at Amazon.com. Ms. Jones based her book on a survey of the top 10 things that people whine about at all ages and all stages of life. January is a success coach that can tell you how to help others. When you buy Thou Shall Not Wine," the 11th commandment, you'll find out what people whine about and how to stop them from whining. This is the perfect gift book to give or get for any occasion. Thou Shall Not Whine was voted the best gift to be given anonymously for those special people in your life. Ms. Jones is an internationally known author in the style of Irma Bombeck, specializing in housewife humor with her book being published in Korea and China. You can find Thou Shall Not Whine at
0: Amazon.com. Second time around can be better. Second timers try harder. Looking to have a rewarding second marriage? Any marriage. Read Successful Second Marriages by Patricia Bubash. She interviews a variety of couples that have succeeded in their second attempt. Each story reflects that the second marriages can be tough going, yet be the best of the best. Learn from these couples who share their intimate stories, how they struggled with difficulty, and have thrived. Stories such as, our kids drove us apart. We separated 5 times in 4 years. 4 months into our marriage, my 85-year-old father-in-law came to live with us. 1 year into our marriage, I was diagnosed legally blind. Death of my eldest child brought grief, depression into our new marriage. Successful Second Marriages is encouraging, hopeful, inspiring. Available on amazon.com in book form and ebook. Read Pat's musings at www. Dot successful second Are you a fitness professional, a trainer, or a coach? Would you like consistent and timely updates on
1: your team's performance? We have a completely customizable app that can give you real time information via the internet or your handheld phone. Track the performance of your client's progress with their physical fitness regimen. Track team members' performance or schedule a workout session. Meet up at the gym, on the bike trail, or wherever your physical activities take you. The app is called Socially Fit, or SoFit, and can be found on the iTunes store. Look for the blue Socially Fit icon. When combined with data analysis capabilities, you not only feel the effects of your fitness routine, you also see the graphical progress of your results. The app makes the complex simple, so that more of your time is spent sculpting your physique, with less time tracking your results with old-fashioned pen and paper. Download it today to begin a new year with data to show your progress in meeting your goals. Are you socially fit?
2: Well, I hope all of you listening will become socially fit if you are not already. We're back with uh, Leonardo Bustos and his fabulous book, How to Attract Women with Humor. You know, Leonardo, I really must have you come back on the show because I would really like to do a, a complete show on your tips for cyber system dating—that would be fabulous. Share with us a little bit about masculine body language: what to do and what not to do.
3: If you know, uh, if you notice that, um, you can probably look at a couple of different um, <clears throat> um, actors and, uh, say, for example, uh, maybe a, a De Niro or, or mm-hmm. somebody who has really masculine body language. I I advise my clients to learn to take up a lot of room when you walk. You can just picture in your mind somebody who kind of walks in with their arms scrunched over and they're kind of bent over and they're walking in with small steps Mm -hmm. as opposed to the guy who walks in like he's got a big set of... shoulders,
5: mm-hmm,
3: <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. something else. But but anyway, walk in like you like you own the place. There's a great line in um, what is it? past times at Ridgemont High when Damone, you know, the real cool guy, I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. saw past- that at Ridgemont High.
5: Yeah.
3: He says, he's trying to mentor one of the other guys on how to be cool with chicks. He says, wherever you are, that's the place to be. <laughs>
5: you know that,
2: that's fabulous because I I've, I've just been reading uh, an interesting biography about John Wayne and you want to talk about someone who walks in and owns the room. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I mean, that's
3: right. Yeah, he's his presence is just like the uh.
2: As soon as you said that all I could think about was him and he also uh that that helps create a, a good first impression, doesn't it?
3: Absolutely. And and you should practice in front of the mirror. You should practice yeah. how you walk, how, practice really? how you talk. When you sit down,
5: you
2: take uh-huh. up
3: a lot of space and you, and you, um, when you get up, you get up with style and class. James Bond is my go-to prototype oh. guy oh, that I, yeah. my, my model. He's just yeah. watching him. He's so smooth, you know, just his body language his eye contact, what he says. So he's my go-to guy whenever I start to uh, Thinking
5: think.
3: Thinking about it, yeah. Yeah, who, who's my – and Charlie Sheen, too, is another, another
5: guy I like. But,
2: yeah, uh, that, he's a hoot. Now, what about um, – I've always been able uh, to flirt myself, but uh, what are some tips you have for helping people learn to flirt effectively?
3: It, it takes practice one of the best things that you can do is start to learn to talk to people just starting a conversation uh-huh. um, uh, for example if you're in line at Starbucks or you're in the sh- supermarket ask somebody how to uh how to uh you know how you make a souffle or something like that uh or checking out the melons or whatever but <laughs> but learn to engage people in in conversations and um one of the one of the tips I give to my um uh, clients, is when you're going out on a date, have a few, uh, pick out a few funny moments or some of the some of the most passionate moments of your life, and have those as backup stories. So, and, and then you could kind of seed the the conversation to set it set up that that story that you want to tell that's going to make you shine, or even if it's kind of an embarrassing moment where it you know there's nothing wrong with a wrong with a little uh, self-deprecation. And, right, you know that that can be attractive too, um, mm-hmm. but but there's there's so many ways that you can do that. I like to watch. I used to. I like to watch Jay Leno or some of these late night comedians, and they they they're always coming out with the greatest topical humor.
5: Yeah, And you yeah. can
3: always have some of those punchlines to to inject <laughs> in a conversation. So. <laughs> it, it, And it's all just a state of mind too. So I I tell my clients whenever they go on the first date to – to, to, if they get too nervous, just say, hey, just this is your practice date. The next one's going to be the real date. So the real date. you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> this is going to be your practice date. And I, 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 I go in the bathroom myself before, you know, look in the mirror, and I slap myself, and I go, showtime. <laughs>
5: showtime.
3: And, <laughs> well, there you, you, you know, you've got you to gotta kind of uh, prepare yourself mentally and physically for if you want to make a good impression. So, absolutely.
2: And you know, I absolutely adored this uh, interview, and I do hope you will come back and visit with us again and share your cyber system dating thoughts. Thank you so much, Leonardo. Thank
5: you. To my-
2: Wonderful to my wonderful uh, listeners, we hope you've enjoyed this show today hasn't this been fun? My upcoming guests will all be memorable and moving. They will amaze and use and astonish you. This is a show where you hear inspiring information that will help you to become successful too. I'd love to welcome you to our no whining world. When you can, please sign on to my website, JanuaryJones.com, with your name and email, and you will get a free download. We really love sharing our stories and our struggles and our secrets for success. It's our hope that we can encourage all of you to emulate our guests. Remember my mantra, if you think it, then you can do it. So for now, dear friends, please stop with the whining and then start smiling and then start sharing our show with everyone you know. And if that doesn't work, then have some wine, cheese, crackers, and then start eating chocolate, lots and lots of chocolate. Again, thank you to my wonderful guest today, Leonardo Bustos. This is January Jones thanking you for joining me today on my journey and reminding you to take care and stay safe as we close with music by Sorontos.
1: Hi, Sorantos here with January. Check out my new smooth R&B song called Back and Forth. 33% of profits for this song are going to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Lately, I hear the melodies of sorrow As the story unfolds Near My heart starts feeling sorrow and cries out in fear. The surrounds me, the emptiness
4: divides me.
1: I hope you enjoyed my melody. Check out my other songs for free on my website at www. M-E-L-O-G-I-A dot com.
4: We want to thank you for listening to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Always remember Ms. Jones' personal mantra, if you can think it, you can do it. That's what all of our guests have done with their lives, and so can you. You are the ultimate success coach in your own life. All you need to do will be to start sharing your own story with your family and friends.